0: The Urban Garden Survival Show Podcast, Episode 1, How to Create Your Own Urban Garden Survival Plan, starting today. So welcome to the very first episode of the Urban Garden Survival Show, and I'm your host. My name's Lynn Carey, and you might be just wondering, who am I anyway, and why should you listen to me? So just to let you know a little bit about myself, I'm a mother of five children and a grandmother of six. And uh, over the years, uh, a whole lot more years than I care to think, I've really had a long-term interest in self-sufficiency and a whole lot of related activities. And I'm also a registered nurse and I've had extra training in natural health methods as well. Plus, I've been organic gardening for over 35 years. So with all of that I have a lot of tips and things that I can share uh, with other people so this is what inspired me to do urban garden survival now the very first show what will we be covering today well I wanted to fill you in on a little bit of details about what I want to cover with urban garden survival what's it all about you know the main topics what's to expect in the upcoming podcasts and on my website and other pages and the big goal for today is that I want to give you a starting point with each one of the main topics that I'll want to be covering so at the end I want to be able to give you something that you can do next and I also will fill you in on what's happening in the next episode so the three main, there's three main topics really that I wanted to cover uh, with urban garden survival there's three things that to me are all very interrelated and in some way or another are dependent on each other so organic gardening is obviously the first thing and obviously again growing your own fresh produce vegetables and herbs no matter how um, vegetables herbs and fruit no matter how small your situation you know even if you can only grow one pot then you're growing something you're doing something you're learning some valuable skills And these skills are really useful when it comes to self-sufficiency and survival, which is the other related topic, or the other related main topic, because underneath each one of these um, main topics is obviously just a myriad of other um, related subtopics. So obviously some things to do with survival might relate to gardening and other things may not. Um, The third main topic is natural health, improving your own health with the eight laws of health, Um, growing your own fresh produce is obviously going to help improve your health. If you are wanting to be able to survive uh, difficult situations or emergency situations, then it's good one to be healthy but also to know how to deal with um, health situations or challenges using natural alternatives because you may not have access to medical help. So these are all part of uh, what I'm wanting to cover with the whole uh, website and just to cover a little bit more information with each one of those three main topics. Organic gardening, obviously being able to grow your own food, you know, it's a pretty valuable skill and hopefully you may never have to be dependent on that, but if you ever were, it would certainly be a pretty good thing to know how to do it. So even if you your life never fully depends on your ability to grow your own food, in the meantime, you, you obviously are going to be able to enjoy a whole lot of benefits currently and for the future, uh, you know, mental and physical health benefits, financial benefits, the convenience factors where you can just go out and pick some fresh uh, greens for your meal, you know, just the environmental aspect of it being able to, um, not harm the environment with, har- with harmful chemicals and pesticides and or yourself for that matter and to well uh, you know basically be doing a good thing for the soil and for your immediate environment now vegetables obviously you can grow whatever you want to perhaps only limited by the space that you've got available and you know maybe the climate that you live in um, and you know obviously there are limits but you can choose what ones you want to grow. Fruits, obviously whether you want to grow strawberries or other berries or even miniature fruit trees. Again, you're limited by your space and what your situation is, your climate and your surroundings perhaps. So herbs again, similar sort of thing. You you want to be able to grow them for your recipes or, or what you eat, but you also want to perhaps be able to use herbs for so many other things such as the you know for your health benefits, the herbal remedies and for other household things that you can make as well uh, that can you know from cleaners to um, you know deodorizing a room or uh, even, even antiseptic qualities that you can use so there's a whole lot of things you can do with herbs. Now the other thing is how do you get started with organic gardening well Again, this depends a little bit on your own situation and um, whether you're going to be starting outside if you've got a little bit of soil that you can use and a little bit of a yard, or whether you just need to be able to do it inside or on a balcony. Obviously, if you're going indoor gardening, um, then there's special uh, things you need to take into consideration, things like lighting. Are you going to need to have artificial lighting so that your plants can get enough of the proper type of light, uh, what sort of containers, how are you going to water them and feed them and, and space again is another issue, have you got enough room and how many pots etc. Um, do you have a balcony or a patio perhaps where you are able to grow some plants and um, use that space to grow some of your own food. Again, lighting considerations, does it get a fair bit of sunlight, will you have to supplement some of that with some extra lighting and again what sort of containers are you going to go uh, pots or vertical garden etc so there's a whole lot of things that you want to consider there now outdoors if you've got that option then again you still need to consider space you still need to consider how many hours of sunlight a day because obviously vegetables and food crops do need a good amount maybe five to six hours of sunlight a day you want to consider how easy it is to be able to water the plants and Again, are you going to have enough room to just grow them in the ground, or are you going to actually have containers as well? A lot of people do do both. So, if you're totally new to gardening, obviously, or anything, it's always good to start small and then work your way up, especially as you hone your skills and, and you improve as you go and uh, and then basically no matter what type of gardening you're going to start with even if it's just you're going to grow one pot as a starting point which is fine then you still want to plan it, you want to think about carefully just what plants you want to grow uh, are you going to need lighting etc so you want to plan that whole thing and if you've done that planning get all your equipment together have it all ready then it'll just make putting it all together just that much easier when you actually get to doing it Now, self-sufficiency and survival, ensuring you and your family are prepared for any unexpected emergency event. No matter where we are really in the world, uh, we can potentially experience the effects of some sort of an emergency situation, something unexpected. Whether it's bad weather events or natural disasters, and there just seems to be so many of those happening, um, they seem to be increasing every year. Uh, Whether it's flash flooding and storms to an electromagnetic pulse, Whatever it might be that you want to prepare for, you want to be able to um, consider what risks you have where you are. Now, um, you may experience challenging personal events. So, uh, I know I heard a story about a fellow who became unemployed, and fortunately, he had been putting aside um, stores, so he'd had a store of basic requirements and food and and they actually found that as a family was something that actually saved them during that period of time where he had trouble getting more work and it it just was a godsend because they actually had that to fall back on and they didn't know how they would have managed had they not had that so you know even if it's just something like that or a medical emergency or some other drain on your personal finances that might just make Um, you know just every meeting everyday expenses just that much more difficult and obviously uh, more and more there's civil and social unrest and other similar events riots bombings shootings and terrorist attacks it's just really a very uncertain world that we're living in and hopefully these things never happen but certainly being prepared for them it's like you know you hope for the best but prepare the worst. So just how are you going to actually do that? How do you get started? Well, again, you know, even if you have to start small, it's better to start small and then work your way up as you're uh, getting better um, with what you're doing and, and gradually improving as you go. So basically the first thing you could probably do really is to do a an emergency assessment on your own situation consider where you're living what your perhaps your biggest weather or environmental risks might be like where I am uh, I'm well out of flood area but um, we certainly get storms so I could you know have uh, wind damage potentially from high winds I could have bushfire damage lightning strikes as a whole number of things that could potentially affect me where I am. So, you know, maybe you're in an area that's uh, susceptible to earthquakes or or tornadoes or tidal waves or whatever it might be. So assess your situation. You know, don't forget things like, you know, the potential for a house fire, which really does take a little bit of planning as well. You want to be able to prepare your family to um, manage if such an event would occur, hopefully it doesn't um, creating a plan for each type of emergency, so you have a, a you know family meeting, you discuss whatever these plans are, you might run little fire drills for you know if if there's a house fire and you you know what where you meet how, how you handle it, uh, so that every family member knows what they're going to do in a particular emergency situation and um, and basically even if you know you tend to well um, uh, well be in a situation where like I said you're out of floodwaters but my local supermarket during a, a recent flood ran out of food so fortunately I had uh, some stores put away and even though it didn't last long in that, on that particular occasion it was really nice to know that I did have some things put away So that was really helpful. So starting small, just the same as with your garden, and uh, you might want to allocate some space to where you can start to collect or store provisions, you know, considering, you know, emergency items as well as um, survival items, you know, consider things like food, warmth, shelter, water, clean water. Uh, they're all a really important thing. Start stocking up on those things. Perhaps when you go shopping, you can, you know, put a, one or two extra things in your cart that you can bring home and put in your store. You might want to start getting each member of the family to have their own bug-out bag or their own 72-hour pack. That just means really that you take that wherever you go so that if you happen to be at work or you happen to be at school and something unexpected happens. Well, at least you've got your basic survival gear there for at least three days and you can, you know, maybe get somewhere else where you've got extra supplies, whether that's back home or some other place where you might have something stored. Just give these things a little bit of thought. But probably those two things would be really good places to to get started. So natural health, um, obviously a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, This is not about diagnosing or curing diseases or uh, meant to be a substitute for consulting a medical practitioner or a health professional. And if you have any health conditions then please consult your health professional concerning your own individual health needs. This is all meant to be for education and self-help purposes only. So start educating yourself. That's perhaps the first place to start and you know natural health focuses primarily on prevention. And uh, but obviously, there are times where you need to be able to understand some basic treatments and remedies. And prevention being the, the first place to start, there's the eight laws of health. And if you actually uh, are following all of these things and you are doing it on a, on a consistent basis, then you're going to greatly reduce your chances of developing chronic illness. Herbal remedies, obviously growing herbs both for the kitchen as well as for improving health and assisting with your health problems. Well, you know you can just start with some regular ones that you can use and and also hydrotherapy and other home remedies. There's just simple treatments you can do at home with things that you have around the house that uh, you might have in your kitchen or even your bathroom that you can actually make use of to help when you have some sort of first aid situation or Uh, medical um, problems but you haven't you've got limited access to medical aid. So how do you get started again starting small? Well prevention, eight laws of health, exercise, nutrition, water, sunlight, rest, temperance, fresh air and trust in divine power. These are uh, eight laws of health and what you probably would be well of doing is just basically pay attention to your own life situation and that of your family you know do you get regular exercise um... you know what's your nutrition like do you eat a lot of fresh produce or are you actually having a lot of um, processed foods and high sugar content etc um, do you get to drink at least two to three liters of water a day are you having regular sunlight on your skin without um, uh, the, using the um, chemical blocking, sun blocking creams. There are some natural ones you can get and certainly you want to be wise with how you expose yourself to the sun, but a small amount of sunlight at the right time of day is really essential for your skin and well, not only for your skin for your health basically things like vitamin D and and being able to help you with sleeping and different things which brings us to rest which is the next one you know do you sleep well are you undergoing a lot of extreme stress at the moment or recently Um, temperance which is really to do with self-control and it it means avoiding anything that's bad as well as uh, having what's good for you in moderation fresh air obviously we all need good clean air and that could be a challenge in some urban settings uh, which is probably a good reason to be moving to the country which is where I want to go but meanwhile if we're in an urban setting we want to be able to do what we can so trust in divine power well I believe in God that's my personal belief and obviously we all have the right to make uh, to well to choose uh, what higher power if any that we do believe in. Um, but it has been scientifically shown that people who do have a faith um, are actually or do benefit from that from a health point of view, so it is one of the eight laws of health for that reason. It also helps with our mental um, our mental health to be grounded and and um, again it 's a personal thing, but there has been studies that do indicate people with faith do suffer or do experience better health as a result so just ask yourself these questions and um, you know just pay attention to how you're going with those things and start maybe making some changes um, little things at a time just maybe start improving your water intake start cutting down on sugar um, making sure you're exercising more things like that now, herbal remedies, obviously, start growing some of the basic herbs and learning about them, how you can use them in your everyday life, whether it's in teas or salves or uh, in other preparations, and, you know, start experimenting with some of those things. So your hydrotherapy and other remedies. Now, you know, there's a whole uh, range of different treatments, obviously, but, you know, one simple treatment is... Like hot and cold treatment, which is really good for uh, some chronic pain. If you have chronic pain, you can apply hot and cold treatments and it'll help to bring the blood flow in and out of the area to help um, relieve pain and to help heal the area. Uh, other things like raw potato, uh, if you grate that up, that's good for small burns. Obviously, if you've burnt yourself, depending on how severe that is, you may need to seek medical attention, but certainly in the meantime, things like um, applying something cool to that, which is what potato can do. Plus it has potassium and other uh, things that seem to be able to ease and soothe the burn. So what what can you do next? Okay, well, I'd really appreciate you going to visit urbangardensurvival.com and if you're interested in a 40 page ebook about container gardening, getting started with container gardening well then if you want to subscribe you can actually get that download straight away and also uh, you'll start to receive a seven part um, mini course on basic organic gardening and so that's available if you're interested the other thing is if you haven't visited the uh, facebook page that i've got there urban garden survival and you haven't well if you haven't liked it already and you wouldn't who would like to like it then I'd appreciate that too uh, perhaps you'd like to share something you know some experience you you've had with gardening or a tip or ask a question certainly you know I'd be really happy for you to do that the other thing is you might want to check out my YouTube channel and follow me on Twitter and I'll be if you if you do subscribe, then I will be uh, advising you anyway of of what will be happening when I'm bringing out the next episode of the next podcast or when I posted an article or other things that might interest you. So the next um, episode I wanted to cover ten popular veggies that you can grow in your organic urban garden. And uh, if you'd if you'd also like to see the videos that these podcasts come from then you can also head over to the website or to my YouTube channel, and as I said, as a subscriber, I'll let you know uh, when they're coming out. So until next time, this is Lynn Carey, and thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate that. And I hope that until next time you have a great day, and you, I wish you good health and happy gardening. And check out urbangardensurvival.com today. Thank you for listening. Thank you, bye.